so I realized that the issue was never with like the, the corporate structure, corporate sales job, whatever. It was with my mindset of looking to my job to be the ultimate fulfillment and purpose of my life. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Rebecca Biggie. This is Confidently She. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tuning in. I hate that we still say that. That's like such an old term because that's literally tuning the radio to whatever station you want to listen to. And that's definitely not what you did in order to listen to this podcast episode. You pulled out your phone, you tapped on the screen a few times, and it brought you this. So um, thanks for tapping in. (laughs) That's what it's going to be now, guys. That's what I'm going to say. Thanks for tapping into this episode. Um, I'm pumped because for the next 20 minutes, I'm going to be talking about um, when I was dying inside at my corporate job. This is an episode for you if you are sitting sitting there right now, hating life, thinking there's no way that I can make it until the next paycheck. Like I just need to quit. I need to get out of here. I need to be done. Because I, I felt that I felt that so hard during my my first job out of college. And I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what I did. And before I get into that, I'm going to ask you, how much water have you had today? Because The number one thing that I do for my body as often as I can is keep it hydrated, drink enough water. Uh, I also sleep. That's what I do. People will ask me. So fun story. I had a, a photo shoot a couple weeks ago where I did these nude photos and they are beautiful. They are amazing. They might make it onto my Instagram someday. I haven't decided yet, but I was talking with this photographer. We were getting to know each other because I was like, you know, you're about to see me naked. Let's kind of chat. Uh, And he was like, so do you work out? Like what, like, how do you, how does your body look the way that it does? And I was like, first of all, thank you. Thank you very much for complimenting my body. But um, I said, you know, my, my body care routine is very simple. I drink a lot of water. I get a lot of sleep. I have boundaries in my life to protect me from stressful people. And, you know, I go for walks. Sometimes I do a little bit of like ab and butt floor exercises from things that I find on YouTube for free. That's what I do. That's, that's it. That's all I do. And he just kind of laughed. He was like, what? And I was like, yeah, all I do is drink water and sleep and go for walks sometimes. Like that's, that's the secret. So I'm giving you my secret. Drink some water, get hydrated because we're about to take it back. We're about to take it back to mm, 2014. I graduated from college in 2014 and I got my first big girl job at a software company, downtown Minneapolis, I was a sales development representative. And what that meant was I got to call a bunch of people every single day and try to set meetings 
with someone else at the company for them to talk with about our software solutions and buying something and blah, blah, blah. It was it was a great first job to have. Um, I'm so glad that I started my career in corporate sales because there's no other position in the corporate world that I would be able to do. <laughs> because at least in sales, if I do a good job, I get paid more. But in other departments, if you do a good job, you just, you know, get a shout out in a meeting or something like that. And that's not good enough for me. So uh, I learned about selling. I learned about people. I learned about listening. I learned about diagnosing problems and prescribing specific solutions to those problems. But as time went on and I kept doing the same thing over and over and over and realizing like, I don't think that I really care about the problems that I'm solving. I don't really care about, you know, helping these businesses, just like big businesses make more money. Like what, what type of good am I doing in the world? If that's the best case scenario for doing a good job, you know, if a job well done is, you know, some company's bottom line looks better. It's like, ugh. That's not going to make me feel good falling asleep at night. So I, you know, and I was going into the office every day and I was just like, this, this is awful. I'm spending so much of my time sitting in this little cubicle and I hate it. So at the time, what I did was uh, find a different job. I quit my job. I was like, maybe if I do like marketing or something, I'll like that better. Um, I didn't like it better. I, it was worse. And then I was like, well, maybe it's just like corporate America in general. I just can't get down with like the corporate thing. I need to work for myself. I need to be self-employed. Um, so that I did that for a couple of years. I was like self-employed for like three years doing copywriting, freelance marketing work, things like that. And soon realized, you know, I don't want to do this either. This isn't really what I want to do. Um, started doing the podcast, started doing Confidently She, and that was like super, super fulfilling for me. And got back into corporate sales about two and a half years ago. And so I realized that the issue was never with like the, the corporate structure, corporate sales job, whatever. It was with my mindset of looking to my job to be the ultimate fulfillment and purpose of my life. That's what made it feel like I was dying inside because that's not a good <laughs> purpose and fulfillment. Like, like I would close a big deal and I would feel great for like two hours. And then I would look at my, my pipeline of like deals that I had left to close. And I'm like, Ugh, I got to do more. Like I was always needing to do more and to deliver more. And I mean, that makes sense. That was my job. That's what they paid me to do. But when you use that as the measure for how, how valuable you are as a person and what your purpose in life is, it becomes soul sucking. And so I had to find other things to do to expand my life so that it wasn't 100% focused on this career that I didn't actually care about. Because the thing is, you should never be 100% focused on, on anything. 
If you're 100% focused on your career, you're not going to have any people in your life to support you when things are difficult, or you're not going to have any people in your life to celebrate with you when things go well. And the same is true the opposite way. You can't just focus on relationships and people in your life because then you're vulnerable to, you know, financial, you'll be financially dependent on other people and you don't want that. Um, that can be that can be a really risky situation to be in. That's how a lot of women get trapped in toxic, abusive relationships and things like that. But what I had to do rather than so if, if you're in the position right now where you're like, I hate this job, I hate this job, I hate this job. I want you to ask yourself, what things do you have in your life that bring you happiness and joy every single day, even on a micro level? Even like, okay, I am happy when I wake up in the morning and I can have my coffee from the Keurig and my, you know, vanilla almond milk creamer. That makes me happy. Okay, so then wake up a little bit earlier than you normally need to and really give yourself some time to sit and enjoy your coffee before anyone demands anything of you for the whole day. If you want the relationship you have with your body to change, Go to bodyconfidencequiz.com, take the free quiz and figure out which step you're on in the body confidence playbook. This is the exact path that I took to become more comfortable in my body, more confident in my body, to enjoy my body more, express myself more, be more connected. It is everything. So if you want the relationship you have with your body to change, go to bodyconfidencequiz.com and get started. Another thing that I did... (laughs) When I was really, really in the thick of it, um, felt my soul dying. Every day when I came home from work, I would watch stand up comedy on Netflix. And I would watch the same one every single day. It was John Mulaney, his new in town stand up from like 2015 or something like this. It came out right when right when I was going through it. And honestly, watching that watching that stand up was like, okay, I can make it through another day because this guy is hilarious. And you know that he just like brightened my whole day. All right, I can do it. Uh, Now, I have a corporate job and it's completely different. It's the same job, essentially. But I work from home now and my life is just structured in a way that I get to do things that are fulfilling to me. I I get to have the balance that I need in order to feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives. I am fully supporting myself financially and don't feel like I'm lacking in any area in that way. But I have the boundaries now and the expectations are properly adjusted so that I'm not looking to my career to be my ultimate fulfillment and identity. But that's what we do in America, especially. It's like the first question people ask when they meet you is, what do you do for a living? And I think that that's just a really boring question. I think that we shouldn't do that. I think that we should focus more on other things. Um, rather than just like, you know, how do you how do you pay your bills that does not indicate who someone is as a person. 
But the boundaries were really important this time around because because I was no longer putting my full worth and identity in how my career was going. I was able to put up boundaries of like, you know what? No, I am not going to check my email after work hours. I am not going to respond to people after work hours. I am not going to work through lunch every single day. I'm going to take my lunch breaks. I'm going to take breaks during the day. Um, I don't have notifications on for my phone or even on my desktop when someone sends me an instant message over like the the internal messaging thing, I don't have the notification on. So I just go and check that a few times a day because I don't want other people having that much control over my attention. I want to be able to focus on things, focus on them deeply. And then when I am done, I am done. And I'm focused a lot more on the outcomes rather than the inputs. So this is one way that I kind of hack my job. And I don't know if it applies to every, every role everywhere. You know, you can't, if you're a nurse, you know, you can't really be like, oh, I only do these things because that's what's going to make the most impact. But I get, I get it. There are protocols and whatever. But for my job, it's like I have a sales target. And as long as I hit that sales target, that's what matters. So I'm going to do the activities that bring the most impact, the best outcomes and everything else. I'm not going to prioritize that. Will I do it? Yeah, maybe eventually, but I'm only going to prioritize the things that are going to make the highest impact. It doesn't matter if I'm sitting at a desk from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. That does not mean I'm getting work done. I get work done in the flow that I need. And that's why I'm so thankful. One of the reasons I'm so thankful for COVID and the working from home thing is that I get to adjust my work schedule to what works for my creativity, my energy levels, my schedule of of just like me living as a human being. I get to go for walks almost every day. I get to take naps in the afternoon. Like I, I... have created this and set this up in a way that it isn't a soul-sucking environment. And I think that a lot of companies, especially in corporate America, are realizing that this is what people need in order to enter into like the next phase of the workforce. Because, you know, the nine to five, Monday through Friday schedule was created way back when you actually had to physically be somewhere in order to get work done. And that hasn't been the case for like 10 years. I remember when I first got that corporate job, I was like, you know, I could do all of this from home. There's literally no reason I need to be coming into this office every single day at 8 a.m., which eventually turned into 8.30 and then 9. And then I was like, you need to figure something out because you are losing all interest in this job. So you got to do something different before you, you know, get asked to leave. So you, you have to check your expectation and ask yourself, what do I expect from this job? Do I think that this is who I am? Do I identify too strongly as my role and my career? 
Because when that happens, well, yeah, things might be going really well and you're like, yeah, I got promoted and I'm a manager and I do this or I'm running that or I'm the VP of XYZ and blah, blah, blah. What happens if you get fired in a week? What happens if the company does some restructuring and you're let go and your entire identity, your entire self-worth has been invested into your current career and position? you're going to have an identity crisis. And that's why you need to diversify how you view yourself, have different multiple things that bring joy, that bring happiness, that bring fulfillment to your life and invest heavily in those things. One last little thing that I did to really, really help me get through the day was I I pretended that I was an actor acting out this job. I was like, this isn't my job. I just pretend that this is my job. And so today I'm going to pretend like I am working and I am doing this job, but I'm actually not. I am not doing this job. But of course, obviously, when, when you're thinking to yourself, I'm going to pretend to make this phone call. You know, you actually, you make the phone call, blah, blah, blah. But it was a form of dissociation, really. I was just completely dissociating myself with the work that I was doing and trying to be as like checked out as possible to save my mental, mental energy so that I didn't feel like it was my identity. That was a little hack that I did was like, I don't want to feel like this is even me doing it. So I'm going to dissociate. I am going to tell myself that this is like an acting gig and I have to walk into this office and pretend like I'm like this corporate person. <laughs> and you know what? It worked. It worked for a couple a couple weeks before I eventually left that job and whatever. But But now I've been back in corporate America, like I said, for like two, two and a half years. And I just feel totally different. I feel totally different. I have such a better relationship with with this job because that is how I see it. Like this is a job that I go to to make money. This is not my career. This is not my identity. No, like this is just something that I do for a paycheck. And that's okay. That's actually healthy. Like if you're working for a different company, that is how you should see it. Because you don't owe this company your full life and devotion. I think that's something that we really need to clear out of our mind from, you know, early 2000s. Like this, like, oh, my God, you got to work so hard to get ahead and do this and do that. And, and, you know, my career is everything. And I love what I do. I don't love what I do. My career is not everything. That is a job that I go to for money. And that is it. I, I clock in in the morning and I clock out when I'm done and I don't care. But you know what? I'm really good at it. <laughs> and in fact, it has made me better at my job. The less I care, the less of my identity I put into it, the better I've become because I don't have this weird energy around like needing things to go well. I'm just like, well, I mean, they're going to sign the contract or they're not. And at this point, I've done everything that I can. It, it's a no brainer decision for them, but I'm not going to, you know, stress out about it. The stress out about it part is what's important. The, the less stress you can bring to your job, the happier you're going to be, the better work you're going to do. And you have to also keep in mind, like, 
we have productivity tools that we've never had before. I get more done in three hours than I used to in a full day back in, you know, 2015 or 14 when I first started work, you know? So these companies are making a killing off of us. That's all I'm saying. And so it is totally okay for you to dissociate, for you to not identify strongly with your job. You don't have to like your job as long as, you know, you have other things in your life that bring you fulfillment and enjoyment and, and all of that. Like that's what, that's what it's about. So you don't have to like your job, but you should have these boundaries in place so that you can do the things that you do really enjoy and you do really like. So when I was dying inside at my corporate job, I made the mistake of blaming it on the job and not taking responsibility for my own expectations of how I was measuring myself and, and viewing myself as a person. I put way too much of my identity into my career. I told myself that, you know, I, if I didn't love my job, then I didn't deserve to have it. Lots of weird stuff. But now that I left, did the entrepreneur thing, came back still doing the entrepreneur thing, but in a totally different capacity, things are really great and things are really easy. And I, I hold on to things very loosely. And that's the ticket. That's the key to not losing yourself if you're working in a job that isn't super fulfilling. So that's what I have for you for this episode. I'm Rebecca Biggie. This is Confidently She. Thanks for tapping in. And I hope you can tap in again very soon for another episode. Hey, everybody, it's Rebecca. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I want to give an extra special thank you to everyone who has left a rating and review of this show over on iTunes. That means so much to me. So I want to extend a very special thank you. And I will see you again in another episode.